This is Ron Clements with my wife, Patty. Hello. And we are here to tie a bow on the 2018 Major League Baseball season, during which we traveled to all 30 MLB stadiums in an RV while raising awareness of the needs of children in the foster system through our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. And the World Series is over. Uh, I had predicted Dodgers in six, and I was way wrong. You were wrong. And Boston I Red Sox. predicted, excuse me. You, you, you excuse got the me? Red Sox. Yeah, yes. you said the Red Sox would win. They were the best team all season, 108 wins during the regular season, uh, dominated the postseason. They only dropped two games, one to the Astros and one to the, uh, or no, one, uh, excuse me, three games, one to the Yankees, one to the Astros, and one to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, it was dominant. Steve Pierce was the World Series MVP. They got him halfway through the season from the Toronto Blue Jays, and he joins Dave Clendenin of the 1969 New York Mets, the Miracle Mets, as the only midseason acquisition to go on and then be named World Series MVP. So he's wow. like this cast-off from another team and ends up being the MVP hit. Was he really a cast-off, or was well, it, you know, I mean, I'm sure there was strategery. Right. But he had two home runs Sunday night uh, as the Red Sox sealed it with a 5-1 to one win at Dodger Stadium. It was kind of interesting with the postseason. You saw so many teams celebrating on the other team's field. The Dodgers won the NLCS at Miller Park. Uh, the- we don't really need to go through all of those. Okay. <laughs> and 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 I'm you know why? I'm not going to bring up the Brewers clinching a, a playoff berth at at Busch Stadium and you Louis. just did. Yeah. Well, you alluded <laughs> to it. <laughs> you were going to. But anywho. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was it was definitely an interesting postseason. It was a fun season for us and just an awesome experience in our life. Something we'll take with us for the rest of our lives for sure. And hopefully we uh, did some good along the way. I mean, well, I mean, I know we did some good along the way. We got some kids out to Major League Baseball games in Miami, Detroit, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, Denver, and St. Louis, and minor league games in Greensboro and Durham. Uh, in in total, about 300 tickets were acquired for foster care organizations, and uh, you know we're we're pretty proud of what we were able to accomplish this year. Absolutely, we've made some differences in in kids' lives who will have some great memories of their own, and I'm really happy that they will have those. And hopefully, we inspired people to get involved with the foster care organization. I know Celeste, when she joined us in St. Louis, Celeste Dominguez, 
the CEO of Children's Hope Alliance, when she joined us in St. Louis, she said that this will pay off years down the road. And hopefully that happens to where somebody saw us driving around the RV or driving the RV around or listened to this podcast or went to the Home Run on Wheels website, was inspired to to, to get involved. Uh, Something clicks for them one way or the other, either now or down the road. Yeah, for sure. Now, this is going to be our final podcast episode of the year while we try to figure out what's next uh, for us. I am working on the Home Run on Wheels book. Um, got about 31,000 words down, uh, like four chapters. It's going to be like 15 chapters. Uh, so I'm almost a quarter of the way. Well, I'm about a quarter of the way done. And uh, you know, we're kind of in a holding pattern, as we said before, because of Holmes's chemotherapy treatment. And by the way, Holmes is doing extremely well. He is doing very well. He, I think he seems better than he was before the trip. Yeah, I mean, he's got a literally a bounce in a step. I mean... He's jumping up and down. He's he's a, he's acting like he was a year ago, and which is awesome. Whenever we ask him if he wants to go for a ride or a or for a walk or go outside, careful, I mean, he, he can hear you. Yeah, I know, right? He, <laughs> he, he he's sitting right next to us. Which you know, it's so funny. This is one of my takeaways from the trip. But I think Holmes got into a, a routine when he saw us pull out, or when he sees us pull out the recording equipment. You know, the mixer, the the the, the Tascam DR40 recorder, that the microphones, and we he sees us setting it up. When we sit down to talk and we're recording, we have to wait because what is the first thing he does? He has to go get a sip of water, just in case we're going to call him to the microphone. I'm sure I, that's what I it guess, is. I you guess, know, yeah. His, 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 he's got to wet his whistle just in case the, uh, <laughs> you know, we're going to call the, the, the marketing manager. You don't want him to be up here, him, you know. But it's the funniest thing to watch him do that. It's like, well, we got to wait for Holmes to take a drink. Yeah, he's a loud drinker. He is. He's got that long tongue, you know. But so outside of Holmes's, uh, Pavlov uh, type drinking. Um, what are some of your other takeaways from the trip? Well, here's some key takeaways or advice I would give people if they wanted to do a trip like this. Um, one, Start in Phoenix. Well, exactly. One, if you're going to do this trip, all thirty in one season, and you have the choice, or it's feasible, and it's feasible, I should say, then you should start in Arizona and end in Miami. And we say that because of weather. Weather and just when things are actually open and active on the East Coast. Yeah. It was actually probably a good thing to be able to have some places to ourselves a little bit on one hand, but on the other, things weren't open that we could have maybe experienced. Yeah, well, heck, when we, the first month of our trip, we were going into RV parks that weren't quite ready for the season. And I'm talking like mainly up in the Northeast uh, or even at the Delaware Seashore State Park. Where they weren't ready, and so the Wi-Fi wasn't up and operational, you know, or or just like so a lot of the amenities, like pools or or you know, even laundry rooms, weren't even open, and and uh, so yeah, it's those types of things, and and yeah, if we would have been in Washington D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia, or New York, uh, we had a gorgeous day in Boston, so we're not going to complain about the the uh, weather there, but um, yeah, you're not going to go to games when it's forty and fifty degrees, and you're going to be cold. Right, yeah, it would have been a little warmer. But again, we loved what we did. Oh, for sure. But just advice, if you're going to do it, go the other way around if you can. we'll do it again in a couple years. Maybe. Um, The other thing I would say is if you are working a regular job and traveling like this and doing a podcast, blogging about it, it's ambitious. 
So you definitely need to be prepared, schedule in some downtime, establish a routine the best you can. It's funny you mentioned, you say the word ambitious because that is the exact word used by former co-worker of mine, Travis Durkee. When I told, Jen, you know Travis, when I told Travis, we were at their, his wedding to Kate. Yes. Uh, when I told Travis that we were doing two podcast episodes a week while traveling across the country, he just kind of like was, whoa, that's ambitious. <laughs> but we did it. We, we did. made it work. We did not miss a single one. Now, we did miss this past Mondays uh, just because the World Series game went late and, you know, you had to work Monday morning and we just kind of didn't want to, you know, it just didn't work schedule-wise. But it's November 1st now. October's over. Our trip is kind of officially over now that the Major League Baseball season is over. We're still waiting on the RV to get repaired. Uh, Camping World, as we knew, just dragging their feet on this thing. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so it's kind of we kind of circled November 1st as like the the last day for the podcast this year. We want to continue it uh, once we figure out what our next venture is going to be. Absolutely. Uh, so, so, So stay tuned for that. The other thing I would advise if you're going to do a trip like this, keep a journal so you can look back on it and remember. I remember my mom always, whenever we took a trip, would keep journals. And I know our blogs and everything have, in a way, in our Facebook posts. You had all these ideas for the blog posts. I did. Those could still happen. You never know. Um, But facebook posts and things like that those are kind of a journal of their own but Mm -hmm. my mom always would keep a journal when we were going on trips it was always fun uh to go back and even today to go back and look at those journals and what she recorded she would even record like how much gas cost in different (laughs) places and stuff like that it's fun to go back and look at that stuff and i uh as someone who is trying to write a book now about this i wish i would have been writing along the way and i should have started you know, like we, yeah, we did the stadium reviews and we wrote them. I've been able to borrow the uh, from those as I'm writing. I've been able to borrow from the podcast as I'm writing, but I, I should have been writing along the way. You should have been chronicling the baseball trip of a lifetime on paper. Yeah, exactly. Instead <laughs> of just you know via podcast, because now what I'm doing as I write the book is I'm going back and I'm I'm listening to to all of these. Some I'm, some stuff I'm able to do from memory, but if I need to jog a memory or whatever, or you know, get one of those awesome sound bites you've given me, you know, twice a week over the last six months, you know, then yeah, I can go back to the podcast and, and transcribe that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the other thing that has been awesome about this trip and that I would recommend to someone who's taking any kind of trip like this is to meet up with, visit people, you know, meet up with people, have people visit you. you or, Which we've been able to do. Exactly. Yeah, that was great. And, and there is going to be a uh, friends and family chapter of the book um, with all the people we met along the way, people we knew, people we got to know, you know, like uh, Joanne and Tony in Pittsburgh, uh, Patricia Morrissey in, in New York, you know, it's like, uh, and, and others. Uh, so, yeah, and I... Uh, I mentioned Joanne, Tony, and Patricia because they're in the book. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and we met them early on, right? We did, spring training. Yeah. Other than just being able to meet people and see people you know and spend time with your friends and family, it's also a break from each other a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, because we were cooped up for a while. But you know what? Honestly, though, being out of the RV for going on a month now, I'm ready to get back in it. Are you? 
well, we don't have a house. You know, we're relying on your family to like kind of take us in in a little bit. And, you know, it's nice, but it's like, you know, everybody wants a place of their own. And while as we wait on the RV to get fixed, we don't have that. We don't. But again, it comes back to that spending time with family. And, and that's what I'm focusing on rather than the fact that, you know, I don't think they think we're a burden. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, and, and, you know, next weekend, my, my grandma and grandpa Clements have their 69th wedding anniversary. And, and uh, so that's awesome for them. And, and we're going to go up in, to Wisconsin and see them Thanksgiving weekend. And my dad's going to be there. And that's going to, you know, so, yeah, it does give us the opportunity to do that. Because if had we started that Route 66 trip I wanted to do, if Holmes, you know, if we had no issues with Holmes and everything was hunky-dory, no, no issues with the RV, yeah, we would have started that Route 66 trip this past weekend, and I would not, where we would not be able to get that time with family. So, I mean, it is kind of a blessing in disguise uh, of, of sorts, but... Exactly. One of the other things that I was thinking of as far as kind of recapping is all the different RV parks we've been to, mm-hmm. and I know what your favorite is. Well, we, we did run the gamut of RV parks, and we stayed in some really nice ones, like the one I think you're referencing, the uh, Jupiter Palm Beach RV Resort in Jupiter, Florida. I mean, it was it was awesome, and it was our first one. We had so much room. It was clean. It was it was nice. There was grass everywhere. There gated. was good camaraderie with yeah. the other it, folks it who like were there. It was like a community. That, that's easily my, my favorite one, and... As I've said before on this podcast and, and to other people we, we've met along the way and to you, we got spoiled with RV parks because like we thought, oh, this is how it is. This is going to be great. And then, yeah, it wasn't two weeks later. We're over in Bradenton, Florida, and we're crammed in there like sardines where we stayed. And- yeah, I kind of knew that because I had been to RV parks before, but you definitely hadn't been. So, um, But... You know, Cherry Hill Park in College Park, Maryland, was a really nice place as well. It was, and they had an on-site grill where I was able to grill all of that food. I spent like two days just grilling food <laughs> because we had so much, and it, it if I didn't grill it, it would have gone bad. Yep, that was that was an interesting um, memory for us to have for I sure. Know, right? I'm trying. People are walking by, and I'm just like, "Hey, you want some chicken?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll and they're like, for excuse you. me, um, <laughs> no, weirdo, we don't want your food. You might have poisoned it. Um, no, um, you mentioned Delaware Seashore. That's someplace, I mean, we've said pretty much everywhere we want to go back to, but Delaware Seashore, the... Be nice to go to go there when it's not April with 50 mile an hour winds. Yeah, and <laughs> that park was mostly gravel, so it wasn't great for that, but it right. was right there on the water. It was. And if it was in season that um bar and grill place would have been open we would have been right on the beach that would be awesome to go back to um you talk about running the gambit there's the campus park and ride in philly yeah which wasn't that bad i mean it didn't have a dumping station right there at at our our site but it was nice again it's running the gamut it's a different um that and and jersey city where we had it was back to back that whole week Four days in Philadelphia and three days in Jersey City when we saw the Yankees. That whole week, it was urban camping. It was uh, you know, c- concrete jungle. <laughs> right. And it, the access, though, was great to it be really able was. to go places. So. Yeah. And we were right in, the, right in South Philly, like four miles from Citizens Bank Park. We were 
uh, one subway stop away, or was it two subway stops away from uh, Manhattan and and uh, the World Trade Center? I mean, it was in Jersey City, so yeah, it was it was really really cool. I do think, for our purposes, I wish we would have looked a little better into the uh, you know functional Wi-Fi because <laughs> a lot of places it was spotty or didn't exist. State parks and national parks, for the most part, do not have Wi-Fi. They are the least expensive places to stay, but they also don't provide all the amenities as other places. Right. Well, and then there's, you know, campfires in Vermont was another one that was really, really cool. That yeah, I, I wish we could have spent to. more time there in, in Vermont, but we only did one night. And there was the Pennsylvania place where we had to buy tickets for a concert. Yeah, and that was Memorial Day weekend, and that was a lack of planning on our part, or on my part. I, I dropped the ball on that one, getting a place Memorial Day weekend. I, you know, I, I got the place in Cleveland Monday Memorial Day, and then the week after that, you know, far in advance. But I was like, I, I had a brain fart kind of, you know, and did not book the place on the actual weekend. <laughs> that happens, but we got an experience out of it, and we, we got a, some great interview you out of that. We, we did. Nevada Color, the band Nevada Color. Check them out. We have to go uh, find them and see them again. That would be know, right? a good trip. But the the funny thing about that whole deal is like, you know, we weren't the only ones who had a lack of planning Memorial Day weekend because the, the people who put on that Lion Fire Music Festival, they were planning for like 10,000 people and they had poor planning and poor marketing and they sold fewer than 100 tickets. Yeah, there that were was probably unfortunate. More, there were probably more people working that event than, than who attended. But we saw some really good live music from bands like Nevada Color and Moon Taxi and Puddle of Mud and and we're you know like in the pit you know right up front because there was nobody else there. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome from that standpoint yeah. for sure. Camp Klamath in California, that was awesome like Where in we the saw Redwoods. The only bear. Right. There's a, there's a bar over there. Um Yellowstone of course. Yellowstone was awesome. We went to six national parks, Acadia, Cuyahoga Falls in Ohio. Grand Teton and Yellowstone, Redwood National Park in California, and of course the Grand Canyon in Arizona. And man, it just—I remember. Remember when we went on our honeymoon and the British couple was sitting behind us on the plane when on our way from uh, Germany down to 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 Italy, and they were talking about traveling across Europe. And this woman said that. Americans really don't have to leave the country to see what the world has to offer because we have... Geographically, anyway. Exactly. Because we have every uh, geographic feature and climate in this country here. And and we saw a lot of that on this trip. And then that was, that was pretty awesome to see. We did. It was awesome. Orangeland RV Park in Orange, California, right by Anaheim Angels. Yeah, we I'm going to call them that anyway. Angel Stadium. <laughs> And, and that and was if an the awesome ducks were park. Playing, we, we we could have walked to the uh, to the Honda Center where the Ducks play. Yeah, I highly recommend that place to anybody who's yeah. going into that area. It's two miles from Disneyland. They have a Disney shuttle, Orangeland RV Park in in Anaheim. But as I was listening to our past podcast episodes, Patty, while you could pick oranges and get oranges for free at Orangeland RV Park, it was not the best orange you had on this trip. That was that. That, that is that, true. That one you had down in Florida that you were like, oh my god, that orange was so good. It was one of those you get from the roadside stands, and you know people always want to pick the biggest one, and it's not the right thing to do. People don't get the big one; get the smaller one. It's juicier. It's flavorful. We're gonna have to find that place now. Now you want me, have me wanting an orange? <laughs> well, um, we are Florida residents, and hey, there you go. Tuesday, vote, people. It's important. 
Go Ab- vote Tuesday. Absolutely. And then last but not least, Mission Bay. Oh, in San Diego. Yeah, that was cool. Our own beach right on the lagoon. Yeah, and there was a nice place to walk with yep. homes and everything and a park right there. That was a great place. So, yeah, we, we've been to a lot of great places. I'm sure we left out some that were awesome. But those are just a good representation. And, of course, we've mentioned a lot of times Harvest Hosts and how great that has been an experience. So, yeah, we use that several times on the trip. And, oh, man, where the heck did we go? We use it in New Hampshire and in Ohio and North Dakota. Uh New Mexico. I mean, it, it, it's definitely worth it. Nebraska. Nebraska, yeah. Yeah. Definitely so worth it. Absolutely worth the, the value there. So So to recap, 30 stadiums, 15,000 miles, 38 states, two Canadian provinces, and about 300 tickets for foster care organizations. That's awesome. And you know what, honey? Huh? Life is all about the stories, and we've got lots of them out of this. We definitely do. And uh, like I said before, this is going to be our final episode of the year on the Home Run on Wheels podcast. We were thinking about continuing it, but it's like we have to figure out what we're doing. Otherwise, we don't know what the heck we're going to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, nothing that would be compelling anyway. Right. And so um, we just decided it was a good time to take a hiatus and until we kind of can figure out what's next for us, uh, what's next for Holmes. Once we get that figured out, we'll give you guys an update. And to anybody who listened to this, anybody who downloaded this, to all the people who shared it, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, it means a lot. Uh, we, I don't think we had the, the listenership that I was hoping for in terms of numbers, but we are grateful for the people who do listen. So thank you. And um, we will talk to you next time once we figure out what we're going to do. Yes. Yeah, so long for now. And thank you very much. You've been listening to the Home Run Wheels podcast. We'll get you next time.